Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. It's now the time of the show where we search the planets, the universe, and Shen, whatever China, where you said you Shenzhen. Were. Yeah, that one. For the buy of the week. All right, so this is kind of nifty. Um, this is the Samsung. This is not inexpensive, but it's a great buy for what it is. The Samsung 55-inch curved 4K Ultra HD Smart TV. So it's one of those that has the curved screen. You don't see that all that often. Uh, I saw it at CES. I've never actually seen one in person. But, they, of course, it's a 4K color. It has all the bells and whistles with it. 55-inch uh, is a pretty good-sized TV. It's got a resolution of uh, 3840 by 2160. Uh, again, it's a 4K t- uh, HDR technology. It comes with three HDMI ports. It comes with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Bluetooth, a 16.9 ratio, two speakers of uh, DTS premium sound, uh, two USB ports. Uh, it's a got good energy consumption, weighs about 36 pounds. So, you know, if you're looking for a really nice TV, now this TV normally sells for about $999. But if you go to Dell.com and look for the Samsung 55-inch, uh, it's the UN55 MU6500F. Let me just give it the G again. It's the UN55MU6500F UHD. It will give you 300 bucks off the price, so that'll bring it down to 699, which is a nice deal. And in addition to that, they'll give you a $300 Dell promo card, which you'll get within 20 days. Um, you have to use it within 90 days. So, you know, now you've gotten another 300 bucks back. So really it's costing you about $399 for this thousand dollar Samsung That's TV. That's a good deal. Sweet yeah, deal. Yeah. And Samsung, yeah, Samsung, uh, makes some really fine televisions out of the reviews on this particular website. There were, uh, 64 reviews and it got 4.7 out of five. Nice. So, nice. uh, that's quite a deal. So, the, again, that's the uh, Samsung 55-inch curved 4K Ultra HD Smart TV, and it is available on the Dell website now. Final price after all the goodies is about $399. And that is the buy of the week. Ta-da! Uh, so, okay, so anyway, do you want to finish really, up with your tips? Well, just a couple tips? of tips. Um, okay. Do you use Chrome? Uh, I do. Well, being the default Android browser... Know that any time you're using it, it'll warn you when you try to open a shady site or to download something dangerous. It's called Chrome Safe Browsing Mode. Mm -hmm. So in the privacy section of Chrome Settings, be sure that the box next to Safe Browsing is lit and checked. Um, Also, signing in, two-factor authentication. You should be using that no matter what system you're on, on any of your major things. Google does have an app called Authenticator, which generates codes, sign-in codes for you. Or you can do the clumsy one that I do is text me a number and I'll put it in. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there is screen printing, which is kind of cool. Um, I assume you can do that on Apple. It, it's been introduced oh, for sure. a long time. Yeah. And, course. yeah, you can p- print the screen. Very cool. And uh, I like it. Okay. 
Cool. So anyway, um, we'll just skip over that and go to your next story, which is really good. I like this. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, if you were, you got an old PC. We all have old PCs. I am looking at one. I have two in the other. I have three old PCs that are sitting under desks that I virtually don't do anything anymore with. I don't even use my PCs in the house anymore. I use my uh, Acer laptop for the show, and I love that. But the old, you know, bulky box things that we all used to use, um, what do you do with them when they're sitting under your I desk? I've got to tell you what I do, do, which do is do? interesting. I pull out the hard drive, and I get an external case okay. that, you know, USB connects, USB 3.0. So if there's something that I might have wanted on that hard drive, you know, you often wonder, I know I had that somewhere. Where right, is somewhere. that? So there you go. You have it as an external drive. It's a it's powered drive, so you can mm-hmm. turn it on and off. You don't have to use it all the time, and you can save your hard drives that way. Yeah, there you go. So uh, you what can, do you suggest people do? Well, there's a number of things you can do. For example, you don't have to be bothered by, you know, let's say you've got a five- or six-year-old PC and it was running some version of Windows, and it's just not fast enough to upgrade to Windows 10. There, you know, there's certain requirements on all yeah, machines. Right, right, right. As you go on, you can't. So you could try a what they call a lighter OS. You could use a Linksys OS and install something. There's a number of them. There's, you mean uh, Linux. You, uh, what did I say? Linksys. Oh, sorry, not Linksys, <laughs> Linux, sorry. Uh, Linux, not Linksys. Uh, there's Ubuntu, Mint, Elementary OS, Pingai OS. There's a number of, of units that you can get out. For example, uh, there's LibreOffice, free at LibreOffice, which is the equivalent of Microsoft Office. And as it indicates it's free so you can you know if you don't need and we don't all need these blazingly fast computers you know computers have gotten so fast that it's virtually imperceptible to see one speed versus the other every time they come out and moore's law says that every 18 months they double the speed of a computer but i have to be honest through the years and marcia please comment do you notice a dramatic difference yes. when you upgrade huge you huge okay, well, well not from, not from uploading not uploading, oh, even just three years. Uh, okay. I told you I got that HP all-in-one yeah. with the 27-inch screen that well, I that's, adore. Yeah, that's very fast. I mean, it's fabulous. But not only that, it's fast, and it has that Intel Optane memory, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which is lightning fast. I mean, you push the button, your operating system is up. Right. So, yeah, I... Uh, I have noticed a difference, and if you use a computer a lot, I mean, I obviously everybody uses laptops. Yep. But if you have a desk space and you don't need it to be portable, an all-in-one, I'm a big believer. Oh so yeah, I like an all-in-one too. I, I mean, if you want, you could actually turn in your you turn your own computer into a Chromebook. Now, Google doesn't sell their OS, but there's an open source called Chromium OS based on the same code. Um, you know, you need some help on this. The average person may or may not be able to do this. But, you know, you can kind of repurpose the machine into other things. You could repurpose it into a gaming rig. 
uh, Steam OS, which is the uh, site where you can download a lot of games to play. Um, and, you know, you, in certain things, you have to have uh, the processing power to use some of the gaming. But some of the other things are okay. You know, you can you can certainly do that. You can make a NAS home server, which is a network. Which is kind of storage. what I do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can make, create a storage for storing files that you share on your PC network. Don't need a lot of fancy hardware or software to do that. Um, and uh, so that's kind of a nice use for those. Uh, you can, let's see. <laughs> it says hack together an anonymous PC. Uh, yeah, you know, I wish I had yeah. time to do that. Maybe when I like really retire, I'll get on the Tor network and go to that dark web. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we should. I think you and I should go out one night and visit the dark web. Do they serve food there when we go? No, no, I mean, no, 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 no food there. Oh, okay. No food. Uh, you hey can guys. use it as a video media uh, streaming service. What way? You know, What's you, up? Yeah, sorry. I just when you just said that I had the flashback to date night with Tina Fey and Steve Carroll. I can just see you guys in that situation. <laughs> that would be us. That really would be. Yeah. I think we're going to do that. Uh, you know, we'll like you know the food trucks when they text out where they're going to be, Marsha. Yeah. We'll text out where we're going to be on the dark web. You know, we'll uh, <laughs> and then come people visit can... us in a tour chat room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you could make a, a video streaming uh, service out of your. You know, you don't need all you need is some storage to do that, and storage, of course, is pretty cheap. And even the old computers had, you know, probably half uh, 500 megabits or a, a thousand gigabits or whatever it was that you needed, and you can use that to uh, put, you know, store some of your videos or your, uh, you know, other kind of media. Um, you could set up a spy spy on people, you know, with a camera. Uh, you can reinstall Windows, grab a copy of iSpy, set up the PC, let it run, and you'll then get remote access on the webcam to view whatever's happening, you know, your babysitter, your employees, your kids, you know, whatever, so you can create your own spying device. So, you know, those are just some of the things that you can uh, you can use your old PC for, and, uh, and I think it's kind of cool to do that. Um, yeah. And, you know, and why not do that? So yeah, uh, there's a lot more. Yeah, definitely reusable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so moving on, Google Maps. Have you seen this feature yet? Because I haven't. Oh, by the way, Jim Katzman said the dark web has a booth in the back in the corner in the dark. Ooh, oh. He has a picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jim, All right. Jim, Jim is on top of these things. Tell Jim, tell Jim to fax us the, because um, we use the old style faxing, so it's, you know, it, it's a little bit safer. I know, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we, well, when he's going to fax us the address of the actual dark web where we okay. can go yeah, there. Okay, yeah, do that, Jim. For security. <laughs> but and you we'll mentioned wear the Google Maps. You, yeah. You mentioned Google Maps. So when I was in China, which, of course, bans Google Maps, but then again, one might have a VPN what <laughs> that might allow you to use it. Well, oh, when yeah, I was in a no, taxi you, or with a driver... And they don't speak English, and right. I don't know what the frick is going on or where we're going or what's happening. I would just pull up my destination on Google Maps and see that we were on the right road. Yay! Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so if you so don't that speak the language, that's very handy. Yes, it very, yeah. very much helps. And now the Chinese government knows what you're doing. Watch out the next time you go to China. They know everything. I got. Hmm. But you know what? Somebody mentioned on Twitter you know, about that. They, the Chinese government knows everything. But I use my health app on my Huawei phone because I looked into the terms of service and it's shared with their EU servers. Oh. Now, I don't believe that the EU servers are in contact with my United Health plan. No. So they can know whatever is dealing with my health and steps. And, and I exceeded 
11,000 steps one day. So there you go. Wow, good for you. That's a lot. That's, one day. That's, that's your five-mile You do that walk. once a month. Once a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, so apparently Google Maps is now going to be able to say to you, instead of turn right at the next corner or turn right on Allen Street, it now tells you turn right at Burger King. It's about uh, time. It's gonna, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of – now, the, you know, I can't decide whether I think that's better or worse. I mean – if you're looking, you know, a street is a street. There's a lot of, you know, you're looking at four different corners to see where the Burger King is. So is that an effective way of using it? You know, and I guess if you're turning I think right, so. it's going to be. Yeah, all right. I mean, it'll be I interesting so. to I see like whether it. that works. Uh, turn right after room and board. Uh, so it's going to be doing things turn right after the pharmacy. Apparently, you can only turn right with this app. Uh, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Go, uh, somebody, uh, Scott Stein, I have no idea who that is. Uh, Google Maps told me to make a right after the White Castle. Uh, so, you know, there and you it know. makes you yeah, hungry. I think it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So, this, so that's, I, I think that's kind of cool. I think that's uh, really interesting. Uh, you found something about custom text vibrations. Uh, okay, we just skipped over something, so hold oh, on. Oh, did we? Did I skip something? <laughs> yeah, well, you uh, skipped real quick, and this is a short, short piece. But the new version of Chrome, if you're using Chrome, be sure to download Chrome 66 because it has the best feature ever. It blocks is? autoplaying content by default. Oh, I hate autoplay. Nothing worse than going to a website. And you're going, yeah. what the hell? What the hell? Well, you know what's even worse than that? I didn't sign up for this. What? If you have three or four windows open, mm-hmm. you don't know which one's playing the music or which one's playing the video. Actually, oh. Mark, you can't. Let me tell you how you can notice that. You look at your tabs, and yep. the one that's playing the music has a little speaker symbol in the tab. Well, it's not and interesting. When, I've never noticed that. And when you see that, you take your mouse and you right-click on the tab, and you will see something that says Mute Sight. If you click on that, that will immediately mute it. But well, the point is, it, it isn't playing, but it's still generating and using your bandwidth. Right. New Google six, Chrome 66 for Windows, Mac, Linux, Android, and iOS just blocks it point blank. Perfect. Perfect. Done. Over. That's, that's <laughs> great. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because that's an annoying feature. Uh, right. And that's, that's also something you can turn off in Facebook. You know, Facebook used to autoplay everything, but there is a oh. setting in Facebook that allows you to yeah, shut you gotta off autoplay. Yeah, you've got to find that because there's nothing worse than looking at your phone at night and all of a sudden, Hi, I'm doing this video because I, I wanted to tell you all how my cat licks himself. Yeah, I just... I, I like that voice. I think you should use that on the <laughs> show from now one. on. Yeah, I, like yeah, I, I do okay. like that voice. I'll never be uh, able to replicate it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, if you and, take and helium, you'll be able to replicate it. There's that. There's that. Um, a couple of other things really quick. Wi-Fi speed testing. Yeah. Okay. Things you should do. Um, there are things I that like you this, test. by the way. I tested this. What? I've never seen this site before. I like it. Okay. So there is, the, just so you know, the website is one of my favorites. It's called makeuseof.com. Uh, they're talking about the ping rate. You ever wonder about the ping rate? Because we all tested it. We see the ping rate. We never, I didn't know until I knew that the ping rate measures the lag time between the servers. Right. You obviously want it to be incredibly fast. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 milliseconds is considered low late latency. But to be honest with you, when we talk about smart cities and how everything is going to work on a smart city, you're going to have to have like five milliseconds latency because, right. you know, if it's going to control medical devices, there's no room for latency. Uh, your upload speed, which is, you know, like when you're backing up files to a cloud service, you want this to be fast. The upload test works the same as a download test. Um, your browser uploads chunks of data with adjustments made to ensure it uses the full extent of your connection. Mm-hmm. So when you're measuring upload and download speed and ping, the three tests will give you a complete picture of how your Wi-Fi setup performs. And I do this on phones just because I because want I to. Because I do the same thing. Yeah. And don't do the test just once because it can vary. Do it at least three times so you can pick out an average. Yep. Don't test at the wrong time of day. Because peak, peak hours, like a Sunday evening when everyone's watching Netflix, is going to slow things down. So, you know, figure out um, non-peak times. Don't do the test in the wrong place. Um, when you want to measure just your Wi-Fi speed, run the test with a closed line of, line of sight to your router. Right. In other words, in the same room with no physical obstacles. If you're trying to find the best position for a router in your home, run the speed test in every room, then compare the results. Yep. And that'll reveal whatever rooms don't get the signal, and you can adjust mm-hmm. the position of your router accordingly. And same thing if you're trying to identify Wi-Fi dead spots or areas of weak coverage. Yep. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Don't leave other devices downloading. A Wi-Fi speed test can only measure the speed attained by the machine you're testing on. For this reason, you want to maximize the bandwidth available to that device. So, you know, don't be having someone watch a 4K movie in the other room while you're doing these tests. Right. I'll tweet out a link. When you're doing it on a computer, don't forget to reboot your computer because that clears out anything it may be communicating. Don't use the wrong testing tool. There are a lot of them. Uh, I'm my favorite one is fast.com. Yeah, I've never Netflix. used this before until I saw. I talked story about it on the show. <laughs> who listen? I mean, who listens? You know, that's really. true. I don't listen when you talk either. So. Yeah, there you go. What, did you say something? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, it's great though. I it, it works extremely fast. Every other one I've used is kind of slow. This one gets right to its uh, you know what it's supposed to do. And also, if you're using a VPN, duh, don't test your speed, because obviously the whole point of a VPN is to reroute your connection from place to place to place, and that's right. not going to be accurate whatsoever. Yep. So that's just a few tips, <clears throat> and I recommend doing this just because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of cool. And the fast.com is kind of a cool website to, uh, to test your speed on. So, and, of course, uh, for desktops, you can use uh, speedtest.net. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I use speed test as well. Um, okay, you found some really uh, interesting websites to look at. Okay, and I did you look at these websites, Mark? I've looked at a few of them, yeah. Right, and it just makes me happy. One of my favorites is the live kitten cam. <laughs> yeah. And you can find it, find it at explore.org slash livecans slash cats slash kitten-rescue-cam and I'm playing it right now and I've got sound which I'll I'll mute right now cuz I know how to mute it but 
<laughs> well, good it's a for bunch you. Of, it, it's a bunch of kittens playing in a cat tree at a kitten rescue sanctuary in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. And I'll be tweeting out a link to these other websites, but nothing is better than when you're having a real crapper of a day to start yeah. watching kittens playing. Oh, and it's a live yeah. stream, and it's great, and I'm looking at the bottom. Uh, there's Nikita the Lioness. There's 11 viewers watching Nikita the Lioness. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, surgery, uh, x-ray room. There's all kinds of stuff you can look at, and it's explore.com. Excuse me, explore.org slash live cams. And you can find bears, birds, ocean sanctuaries, dog bless you, farm sanctuary, grasslands. And that's the favorite one that I have on there. You know, I have not seen this before, and it's on Wikipedia, and I I think it's kind of fun. Wikipedia apparently has a list of conspiracy theories. I love it. You know, if you're an X-File fan, that's the Mm -hmm. place to go. You know, yep, find get out. Get out your tin tin hat. What's yeah. the link to that? Uh, let's see. That one is. Uh, okay, well, you just Wikipedia, go to Wikipedia. Yeah. Wikipedia and, then type in, and yeah. conspiracy yeah. theories. And right. They're just all type in there. conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's pretty it's cool. Great. Like, I, I kind of like that idea. I think that's kind of uh, fun. So uh, that's that's a nice way to to waste some and time. And one of the ones it explains is the Eye of Providence, which is oh. the all-seeing eye of God on the back of the one-dollar bill. You know, on the top of the pyramid? Yeah. If you go to conspiracy theories on Wikipedia, you will understand why. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) And I guess apparently one of the sites you can slap someone with a virtual eel. I don't quite Eh, get that one, eh. but... That doesn't move me. But, you know. No, that, that one doesn't. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, okay, so Vintage Sounds. You found a website, a good website to play with. Yeah, I thought this was a great website. It's called conservethesounds.de slash en slash, which means it's the English version of a German website called Conserve the Sound. Mm-hmm. And what it is is old sounds of different things. Yep. Um Old technology, for example, can you hear the typewriter in the background? Yep. That's the typewriter. I mean, because people will not know what a typewriter sounded like back in the day. Uh, They have other things like, which, and this is totally different, the IBM, let me see, is that going to play? That's the IBM Selectric. I kind of remember that, yeah. Um, they, I'm not going to play it, but like the GAF, remember the viewer thing? Oh, the, yeah. The, the, with the circle viewer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was very cool. And then, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, when we used to travel, we didn't have Google Maps. We had this thing called Maps. Wait, what? We, paper Maps. Paper and one of maps. the sounds that I'm playing in the background right now is the sound of unfolding a paper map. (laughs) (laughs) You got that? So you can know what it was like back in the olden days when we heard sounds that Wait, there was one more that was my favorite. Well, there's I an. I don't know if you have it. the sound up, but there. I I remember this. The eight millimeter film projector, which well, you go, know you got to go back that, a ways. Play that. I know. I don't have it. I don't have it up. To, well, I don't know. That okay. I can play that. I'll I'll try it. Uh, Another but, favorite of mine was a hand grind coffee grinder. Remember those? I don't know. 
and you turned a thing at the top, and it ground the coffee grounds, and it put the ground coffee in a little drawer at the bottom. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, and see, you can find this website, conservethesound.de slash en slash, and it, it keeps changing the sounds of the different things that happened back. Here's, this is an airplane from the 1930s. Oh, gosh. So it's a fun okay. website to go to, and you can play, and the Polaroid has vanished from my screen because I was poking around on everything. But yeah, it has exactly. all kinds of mechanical sounds from wow, very the cool. 20th century. Very cool. Uh, yeah, we, did not, we don't have much time left, but uh, let's talk TV for just a brief moment. Uh, Timeless came back on the air, which if you were a Timeless fan, and it's a very well-done show. And I it love takes Timeless, you back, yeah. you know, back into history, and this past week... It took you back to John Kennedy as an 18-year-old, and it was a nice. fascinating story. Fascinating story. Uh, and the other, you'd have probably not watched, Marcia, uh, Scandal ended Thursday night. I've been holding off on watching that. So okay, don't, well, they all died, no so just don't, don't even bother. No, no, okay, nothing. They just died. everybody died. Yeah, okay. everybody died. Uh, cool. But it was, I won't give away what, the, what happened on it, but if you were a Scandal fan, one, it, it was time. It was time for it to end, but it was a. It was. I thought it was pretty well done. So uh, watch Scandal. Let us know if you watch it. And as always, we ask you: do not drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in internet talk. Have a good one, everybody. Bye bye. See you next week. Thanks everyone for listening. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's one 888 
1-800-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 